And uh, hey guys, how's it going? Uh, this is Reem himself. Uh, at Reem himself. Uh, you know, uh, it's been a while since we've done a nice holes. Feel bad. I've been getting messages. Uh, I've been getting comments. I know. Look, we're just lazy. There's no other real excuse uh, other than laziness. Uh, actually, that's not true. That's not completely true. I've been uh, very busy. Uh, I had a uh, quite a big shoot um, in Cancun uh, that I was directing. We'll get into that uh, a little bit later. Uh, there's been some comedy events, comic events. Uh, there's just been a whole lot of a whole lot of a lot of business going on. Uh, it's just going to be me today uh, having a little chat with you, so uh, I, don't, I don't give a shit. Uh, let's just start. I am a little monkey and I am very sad Cause all the other monkeys went home to mom and dad I'm alone in the park and I don't know what to do So maybe I'll just sit right down and blow a kiss to you I am a little monkey and I am very sad. Alright, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm back. Oh, I'm, uh, this may sound not great to you. Uh, I don't have my mic with me. I, uh, have lent it out. So, uh, I'm just going straight into the recorder, the old task cam here. You know? And, uh, I figured you'd, uh, you'd, you'd, you'd just want to, just want to hear from the world, you know, of, uh, of Reem himself, and uh, say hi, talk about some some funny shit, uh, but you may have been asking yourself, hey, Hasneen, where have you been, what is going on, so I uh, I think the last uh, time we did a podcast, uh, we mentioned that I would, uh, I was just about to take off for, uh, for south of the border, you know, well, south of the south up border, uh, Mexico is what I'm trying to say. Uh, there's two borders because I'm from Canada, so I crossed them both. Went into Mexico to do a commercial for, uh, I don't know, should I say? Yeah, it was uh, for an alcohol company, let's say. And it was, uh, it was, it was fun. It was good. It was a good commercial. Uh, it was at, it was during Palm Base. Oh, shit. I just, <laughs> I just said the company. Anyways, they're a good company. Uh, Palm Bay, it's a delicious drink. Enjoy it and check it out. Uh, you can like their Facebook, uh, whatever. And uh, but it, yeah, it was during uh, it was during spring break, so you know uh, there was a lot of young ladies there and uh, you know dancing around. Got to shoot with Stoop Dog. Got to shoot with a few other. Uh, Big DJs and that kind of thing. You know, I don't, I don't mind the DJs as much as I thought I would. I always thought of DJs as like, you know, if you're not like a DJ, like an old school DJ, like a Mixmaster Mike kind of thing, and scratching that. Like if you're just using laptops, I'm not usually, I'm not into you. But you know what? Some of these guys were, they were all right. I'm not going to give them full credit, but there was. You know, when I got to be shooting behind them and seeing kind of what they're mixing into what and what songs they're, they're, okay, I'll get, there's a little bit of skill involved, minor, there's some skill, you know, and and it's actually, it reminded me a little bit of comedy because it was very much reacting to what the crowd is doing, uh, which, uh, you know, I, I understand, you know, 
So yeah, we've, we we uh, filmed that, and then I've just been in uh, in editing just constantly since then. But uh, you know, now I finally have a little bit of free time again. A little little uh, pickup for uh, old curly haired Reem there. So uh, yeah, figured I'd do the the old ice holes. Uh, Ice Holes Podcast. Uh, did I even say the name of this podcast when I started again? I don't know. Oh, we're season three, episode something. We're into it. We're into it, like officially. Uh, it's uh, St. Patrick's Day right now. Uh, and you may be asking yourself, where is your beer? Uh, Mr. Mr. Fun, Mr. Fun Pants there, where's your, uh, where's your, you know, Irish pride? Well, uh, I'm Egyptian, so uh, that's uh, not not relevant. Uh, on top of that, uh, I, hey, I wore it yesterday. I had the I had the whole beer goggles. I had the little tuxedo T-shirt uh, that was a leprechaun shirt. Uh, so I did it. I went big, but I went big on the, the Saturday. You see, like I had fun on the Saturday. Now it's the Sunday, which is officially the 17th, and I'm pacing myself. All right. And taking it, taking it slow, you know. Cancun was a it was a large week, uh, you know. There was uh, there was beers to be had, but not that I got to partake so so much because I, uh, I did have uh, work to do. But uh, you know, it's hard hard not to have a few few bevies, you know. So what else? Hey, Kareem, tell me uh, more. You must have a story. Uh, you, you know, you would, you, you'd think so, yet, um, yet here we are. Uh, comedy, comedy. I was, uh, won a, won a little contest recently, a little comedy contest there at the, uh, Imperial, uh, for those of you who are in the Toronto GTA area, it's, uh, is it, well, really, I, I shouldn't say I won, it's like the one stage to move on to the April Fool's finale. Alright, so if you're uh, in the greater Toronto area, or fuck, I'll take some people from Hamilton, I'll take some people from Barrie, I'll take some people from Orangeville, I'll take some people from Elmira, uh, Elmer, is that, that's a place, or glue. Um, yeah, come on out, uh, to the Imperial April 1st, it's a, uh, uh, it's a thing. It's a thing that I'm doing, and uh, the winner uh, gets to host, which uh, actually I'm not that <laughs> not that interested in. Hosting is uh, is a lot of work, and they get to host for uh, something like six months, but like only like once a month, so it's not that big a commitment, I guess. But you know, uh, the traveler that I am says, uh, you know, maybe don't do that. Uh, you don't need that shit right now. You got a lot on your plate. Uh, Mr. Hasneen, so just, uh, just take it, take it slow. Ah, well. So, anyways, I'll be doing that, uh, April 1st. Uh, we also had, uh, the brilliant, the illustrious, the other real idiot, uh, Mark McNally. He, uh, he did a fantastic set as well, you know. Every time I hear that guy, man, he's getting... Better and better and better and like funnier, like you know what I mean. He's really starting to hone his set. So uh, if you get a chance to see uh, Mark McNally uh, in the coming days, 
you know, uh, go, go, go check him out. He, he's, he's doing, he's doing good and, uh, I'm proud of him because he keeps getting out there, doing it, making it happen. Yes. Hashtag friendship. All right. So, yeah, now that I've done my Brody Stevens impression halfway, I didn't give it the full. If I'm going to do it, I should do it like full and then reference Brody Stevens. I shouldn't just be like, you know, lazy ass. But this is me. This is me in sweatpants on a Sunday. St. Patrick's Day, uh, you know, talking to you guys, just saying hello to the world, and, uh, you know, seeing what, seeing, seeing what comes back, you know? Uh, last night, went to a brilliant show. Uh, if you get a chance, uh, there's, a, there's a gang out there. See, it's like a musical, uh, but uh, it's called The Wolf, uh, but they were just playing the music from the musical, so what is that? I guess it's just called a just a concert then. Uh, yeah, if you get a chance in t- around Toronto to to go uh, check it out, it's uh, it's pretty good. It's a lot of fun, and it's kind of like a it's kind of like a almost a indie arcade fire, but with it's kind of got like a jazzy New Orleans thing going with it sometimes in this uh, in this show. So it's uh, it's pretty good. Uh, Guy I know, uh, a, a buddy named uh, Ed. He's uh, Ed Munstay. Munster? I think it's Munstay. Something like that. Uh, he's got a little mustache. He's uh, the one, uh, he, he, him and the group there, they created the show and uh, playing, uh, playing some music. He's got a little banjo. I've always wanted to learn the banjo a little bit. Um, just, <laughs> just so I can sit on... Uh, Sit on my lawn and and uh, scare children away. That's uh, my whole plan. So uh, yeah, if, uh, go check that out. I was brought there by uh, Andrew Kennedy, an avid listener, uh, DJ AK. Although he doesn't really DJ, MC. Does he, uh, Andrew Kennedy? I think he's a electrician or something like that. Now I can't remember. <laughs> uh, he works somewhere. I don't know for Rogers. I don't know what he does. But uh, he's a great guy, and uh, he, uh, he brought me out there. And he came up with a good idea uh, for the podcast, so we'll probably have him on next uh, next week or so, uh, for a new game, you know? Yeah, some of you ask, hey, remember the games? What happened to the games? Jeez, they made the, they made the day fly by, not like when we have to listen to you just bitching for 20 minutes. Uh, that, was, uh, that was a lot more pleasant. Uh yeah okay so we'll bring back uh bring back a game or two although that now uh we got new games you know uh the would you rather's you know why we kind of stopped doing them is because it was getting played out like uh you know I was seeing it on fucking you know five other podcasts or something like that well you know I like to keep it original and uh, the more original probably the more boring for you guys but that's fine I'll uh. I'll take that uh, into consideration. And, uh, you know, we just kept getting into good conversations. I just kept getting people that uh, I had good conversations with. Hey, Smiley Pants, what's the new game? Um, the new game uh, is some is actually one that I cannot even play right now because it is really kind of a uh, between-people game, you know. Uh, it, it's called Deal Breaker. 
I guess I can do it, you know, myself, you know what I mean? But like what, I got to come up with the deal breaker and then answer myself personally to me and this uh, recording machine if I would. But anyways, what would be a deal breaker uh, with, uh, you know, a young woman or a, you know, it's almost kind of a would you rather really because, I mean, we were playing it last night and it was, uh, it was pretty fun, you know, uh, let's see, what was a deal breaker? If a, like if a guy, if a gal had like an eye patch, deal breaker, like, cause yeah, probably, I mean, it would get after a while, right? I don't know if I could do an eye patch for that long cause you want, and you would want I think once you get into the relationship as well, do you want to do you want to see what's under there? Do you want to know uh, what's in the? Is it a scar like a cross? Is it one of those milky eyes? Is it just an empty socket? Because that would be crazy. I don't know. Probably a deal breaker. I think ninety percent of the things that we would come up with would end up being probably deal breakers. Uh, you know, well you get the. You get the idea. Twelve minutes in, Jesus, this is... Sometimes it goes like like nothing, sometimes it drags. And uh, I have also been getting comments about how uh, how much I check the time uh, on these shows. Uh, I'll be honest with you right now. It's going to be a short one. Not going to be long. Let's see what's happening in the world of health. <laughs> so... <laughs> I was just reading this article about uh, things, five stress stressors that can ruin ruin your life. Uh, one of them is just living on the East Coast. If you live anywhere from like up, you know, I mean, I guess I'm not technically on the East Coast, but if you fall in line kind of with the, this is a U.S. article, so like if you fall in line, we're kind of on the East, East-ish Coast. We're like the... We're not the the far east coast. You have Halifax and that, but uh, then you have you know we're like in the middle, but towards these we're the middle east of Canada. That's Toronto. Uh, so you know there we go. You know, salam alaikum. Uh, yeah. So it just said like twenty six percent of people living in the eastern part of the U.S rated their personal stress levels as 8, 9, or 10 on a 10-point scale. Uh, and mostly because it's made up of small-town people coming to these big cities, is what it uh, what it says. And you cut off from your usual social support. So if you're, you know, from uh, from Massachusetts, you know what I mean? You're, uh, and then you, you go to Boston. Yeah, that's going to be, it's going to be stressful because everyone's just yelling, uh, obscenities and mean things. Although right now, Boston would not be bad uh, at being St. Patrick's Day. I, uh, although I can imagine it being stressful there right now. I have uh, a bunch of friends there. Uh, my buddy Joey, the ying to my yang, Joe Paquette, he's, uh, he's down there uh, for his brother's bachelor party. And I cannot imagine a sloppier place uh, than Boston on St. Patrick's Day to have your uh, bachelor party. Uh, at least, at least, like uh, what I said, uh, you know, the uh, is uh, to the for the bride or the bride to be. Um, she doesn't have to worry about uh, you know any hot chicks being around. Because I mean, no offense 
no offense to Boston, but it's it's just like the. Have you ever heard the shrieking, the shrill shrieking Boston, Boston women? Anyways, uh, and it gives a little solution in this article. That's what I like. It gives you a little like ideas. Take your colleagues out for a drink. You know, men with, uh, you know, um, you know, men with a bunch of friends had the lowest uh, lowest blood pressure and uh, heart rates even in times of stress so just get some get some buddies you know get some friends together uh, don't sit alone in your cold apartment uh, talking to imaginary internet people that you hope are listening you know get out there is what it's telling you uh, number two growing up in the city well that's pretty obvious uh, cities are busy busy places uh, you know, city natives experience more activity in their cingulate cortex, uh, brain region, uh, linked with regulating fear and aggressive behavior. <laughs> I'm trying to sound like uh, one of those TED Talks guys, you know, like I've been, been watching a lot of the TED Talks. Yeah, I cannot believe the amount of crazy shit these, uh, these eggheads are coming up with. It's like, it's... It's unreal. I saw a guy yesterday with a, a mechanical arm that, like, it, you know, scratches his nose, you know, like, the full full digits, and it's like, he's, you know, he's just walking around, you know, like, uh, it was some fucking Terminator shit. Like, it looked like a legitimate t- Terminator Terminator arm. And, uh, and then there was these guys just growing livers. They were just fucking hanging out, growing livers. And, uh, the... The one dude grew a kidney, and it was a kidney in a bag, and the, the kidney was pissing in the bag. The, 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 they grew stem cells, like, they took stem cells and created a fucking kidney in a bag, and it started pissing. It's uh, unbelievable what these nerds are doing, you know? Uh, the economy. Uh, does anyone even give a shit about hearing about how the economy is a stress anymore? Everybody knows that, right? Uh, but I think 90% of the people don't know uh, fuck all about the economy. They, uh, I, you know, I can't tell you tell you that much. But like, but they don't. Uh, they just say the economy. You know what I mean? It's like duty free. You know what I mean? People don't even know really what duty is. They just know they're free of it, and they have to buy booze at the airport. Ah, duty free. This is this is way cheaper. Is it? Is it really? Is it that? Is it that much cheaper? I mean, I bought the. Bought a bottle of vodka. The first time I ever bought anything in an airport duty free at all. Coming back from Cancun, because it's you don't even have the option to get out to to get any into any of the gates. You have to go through this giant, giant long mall of a duty free store, and you just you know after a while you're just like, oh yeah, picante sauce. That's uh, you know three bucks. What well what the hell you know, uh, liquor you know I, I don't even need it. There's no, no purpose. I can't, you know, I can't put that habanero on everything now. There's no way. It'll be in my fridge forever. Um, the solution for the economy. Don't get constant financial updates. You don't have to shut your phone. Who gets constant financial updates, really? Are you checking the stocks, really, all the time? Who's, who's doing that? You know, you, you really gotta, I mean... You know, uh, if you scan Twitter, 
Uh, who's getting financial updates from Twitter? Oh well. Uh, four, celebrating your birthday. This one was good. This one, uh, uh, birthdays turn quickly from an annual celebration into a burden. In fact, the stress of the encroaching feeling of death, Jesus, year after year, is believed to explain why a Swiss study found that you're 14% more likely to die on your birthday than any other day of the year. The most likely day of the year for you to die is your birthday. That's insane. Although I guess it makes sense, you know, when you think about, like, when I think about all the Muppets I've seen on uh, their uh, birthdays. Uh, speaking of birthdays, by the way, it's actually Mark McNally's birthday. Uh, he's on the 18th, but he always celebrates on uh, St. Paddy's Day, kind of like me, you know, always celebrating on Halloween, even though I'm the day after Halloween. I you just I just take the whole weekend, just take a few, just take a couple days and just keep going, you know. It's... Uh, might as well. Yeah, you know, this is the first I think I really just realized that, that we both have birthdays the day after. Good, good holidays. These are great holidays, you know, the ones that come and go. I'm sure I've told you my holiday ratio theory before, but the more expectation, the shittier the holiday. You know what I mean? I like these ones. You dress up a little bit, you go meet your friends at the bar and you have a good time, and then they're gone. Next day, all that shit's out of the store. Boom. Moving on. I like it. So, uh, yeah, happy birthday, Mark McNally. You're more likely to die today than uh, any other uh, day of the year. Uh, it says, have your cake, but dial back the birthday shots. Men have an increase, increased risk of falling down or committing suicide on their birthday. Well, those are really two very different things. Falling down or committing suicide. One is... I mean, this is falling down, like that's the end of it, like uh, presumably due to alcohol consumption. Uh, do you need a PhD, really, to come up with that? I would, yeah, I would definitely assume so. Uh, study author Vladeda Ajagzik, I can't even say it, gross. The last, the last name is gross, but like with that much, those many letters. Anyways, at the University of Zurich, don't need a PhD to... To know that you get a little boozy on the birthday, especially if it's after a fun holiday. Uh, number five, the playoffs. Uh, a study in the New England Journal of Medicine reported that on the days of the German national soccer team uh, playing in the 2006 World Cup, there were three times as many ER visits for heart attacks than on a normal day. The New England Journal of Medicine studied German soccer. I can't. I cannot picture that at all. Uh, does anyone in New England know know that soccer exists? I, I you know, uh, they're more of a. Oh, here we go. Football. There we go. See, I knew it. And a study. Oh no, this is at Southern California. So, the University of Southern California found that after the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Los Angeles Rams in 1980 Super Bowl, heart attacks spiked. Um, in male Angelinos, is that what they call Los Angeles folks? Los Angelians? Uh, spiked by 15% in the following weeks. You know? Oh, great. Um, the solution? Pick another target. If you're a Lakers fan and you just watched the team suffer a bad beating by the Pacers, just chalk up the loss 
to make yourself feel better. Say, hey, the Lakers might have lost, but they have 16 championships. How many do the Pacers have? Uh, so just, so just shit on the other team. Isn't that what you're going to do anyways? Do you need a study to tell you that? Or if you're the Pacers, uh, shift your attention to a weaker target. Hey, at least we're better than the Bobcats. So just shit on a team that's worse than yours. Just pick a team that's... Well, what if you're the worst team in the league? What if you're a Bobcats fan? You know? And it's, uh, then it's over, you know? What if you're... Uh, I can't even say the Leafs this year because the Leafs are not doing terrible. I mean, they're they're not, not incredible. But, uh, you know, uh, it's too early. I don't know. We might make the playoffs. I think it, uh, it's about time. We're the only team post-lockout, well, post the fucking 2005 or whatever it was lockout, not, like to not be in the playoffs since, you know, which is uh, embarrassing, you know. But that's like a nine-year, nine-year, dra- I don't even think we were in the playoffs before that lockout any- either. Like, I, I think we've just been... We've just been shit and not getting into the NHL playoffs at all. Uh, does anybody care? Nah, probably not. Uh, well, uh, Torontonians, but I mean listeners of this podcast. Uh, there's men. There's men that listen. I get most of my comments from men. That's 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 negative. Uh, all right. 25 minutes, 25, that's all good, we'll, uh, alright, what I did there was, uh, you didn't even notice that I stopped, right, because I paused it, uh, I just had to get a bagel, I was, uh, I was very hungry, and, uh, I'll be honest, I needed some shit to talk about, so, uh, it being St. Patrick's Day, I'm gonna give you 10 things you did not know about St. Patrick, and, uh, and his, his day, Number one, the Shamrock. St. Patrick is credited with taking Christianity to Ireland in 432 AD to sell his message. Irish legend says he chose the the Shamrock as a symbol of the Christian church. The three leaves were meant to represent the Holy Trinity, God, Son, and the Holy Spirit joined together by a common stock. I I thought the Shamrock was four, wasn't it? Four? I thought the other one was just like a, I don't know, just a leaf. Is it a no, three-leaf clover? Four-leaf clover. Is that four-leaf clover? What's the word the hell's the, you know, the Son, the Holy Spirit, God, and, and who else? Who's the uh, fourth guy? Anyways. Uh, it, yeah, by the time of his death, he had created a number of churches, schools, monarchs, who cares? March 17th, he died more than 1,500 years ago, St. Patty, on uh, on March 17th. See, here's a shamrock with four fucking clovers, so I don't know what the hell they're talking about. <coughs> you, got, you got your work cut out for you, St. Patty. Uh, so, yeah, so March 17th, so we're uh, celebrating an old dead saint. Uh, you know, great. Was he a pope? Is he, uh, is he like the new, was he a pope? Saint. Don't you have to be a pope first to be... No, you can be a saint and not a pope, right? Like, uh... Didn't they try to make that... That girl, uh... Girl that fed everybody. What's her name? Mother Teresa? She's a pope. No, she wasn't a pope, I mean... But, like, they tried to make her a, a thing. Didn't they? Did they try to give her a sainthood? You get it? 
Can chicks get it? Not with the Catholic Church, right? They don't like they don't like the girls. Whatever. Uh you know, so there we go. March seventeenth. We're celebrating a dead dead saint. Uh Saint Patrick's color was actually not green. He was blue. He was big on blue. Uh the Saint Patrick blue. Uh, as a lighter shade, can still be seen on ancient Irish flags and was used as armbands and flags by members of the Irish Citizen Army, whose 1916 Easter Rising attempted to end the British rule. But the use of green on St. Patrick's Day became uh, popular during the Irish Rebellion of 1798, when the clover became a symbol of nationalism and the wearing of the green on the lapels became regular practice. Um, yeah, now it's just, uh, it's just boozing, really. Not, uh, don't care about any of that Irish, that, uh, rebellion, we don't, know. It's just, uh, it's just about, it's just an excuse to booze. The snakes, everybody knows, uh, St. Patrick drove the snakes out of Ireland. Uh, but of course, uh, there were no slithering reptiles at all on the island. And they thought, uh, it's supposed to be metaphorical. Right? People love to believe that that crazy, goofy shit, eh? That doesn't, just never existed. You could tell them a hundred times, and they're like, nah, the snakes. But it's a metaphor, uh, you know, for, for the evil, getting rid of the evil non-Christians, because he converted the pagans. So the non-Christians uh, were, the saints, uh, were the snakes, apparently. And he drove them from the land. So really, he just pushed a bunch of pagans into the sea, you know, they started a bunch of fights, you know, and we still, we still, like, give it up. He wasn't even green. Doesn't know how many fucking leaves are on a clover, and we, and we love this guy, you know? Oh, St. Patty's. Ah, you still run a good holiday, sir. I don't give a shit. Um, Irish bars used to be closed. Had officially been celebrating St. Patrick's Day in Ireland, since 1903, um, when James O'Mara uh, <laughs> introduced a uh, bill in Westminster that made it an official public holiday, but in the 60s, not until the 60s could you find people celebrating at a bar. Because Ireland's so heavily Catholic and St. Patrick's Day falls during Lent, uh, drinks, uh, all-night party seemed a lot a little too sinful so fearing excessive drinking ireland introduced a law that forced all pubs to close on march 17th that sucks but it was uh, repealed in 1961 uh because the americans were getting too drunk on that day celebrating the irish so they said hey well shit the irish should be celebrating the irish that's that's what it actually says here unbelievable well america you you did you did something you did. You started something there. Uh, St. Patrick's Day parades as well started in the U.S. The first St. Patrick's Day parade was not held in Ireland, but in the U.S. because of the colonies. In 1762, Irish soldiers, yeah, mug, uh, serving in the English army, celebrated the holiday by parading through the streets of New York City. I uh, ever I like that gangs in New York. You know all those. Irish, what do they call them? Bugs. Irish bugs. I never, uh... God, that movie is incredible, isn't it? 
I fucking love it. Daniel Day-Lewis is the baddest ass, most badass, badass, that ever badass, uh, badass-wise, I think. He, he is, that Bill the Butcher character is one of the coolest villains, I think, of all time. Like, I would put him up there with, like, Darth Vader, fucking, like, uh, who else is a good, good, like, evil bad guy that you'll love? Um... I can hear, I can feel people screaming names at me, uh, but they are not, they're not, they're not making it here. All right. Uh, Chicago also started its own St. Patrick's Day with the, uh, the whole River Green thing. They dyed the Chicago River Green. Wow, that's, that's beautiful for it. In uh, 1962, sanitation workers realized that the green vegetable dye they used to check for illegally dumped sewage could double as a St. Patrick's Day celebration. What? That, that's, so, oh, so, okay, so they use, so they would toss this dye in for, to find out about dumped, illegally dumped sewage, and then they just said, hey, let's just paint the whole fucking thing green for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, there we go. Um, the color only lasts for a few hours. Well, that's good. How are the fish? <laughs> there's, there's no fish in the Chicago River. All right. Uh, though, unofficial St. Patrick's Day parades were held throughout Ireland in the 19th century, uh, and the day was declared a public holiday in 1903. The first official celebration in Dublin didn't occur until 1931, and Belfast didn't have one until 1998 because of all the, the hostilities. All the hostilities. Um, you know, uh, against the Irish national symbols. Recent parades in the regions have required that people wave the more neutral shamrock flag, not the Irish one. There we go. St. Patrick's Day cards? Is that a thing? Apparently they're really popular. Hallmark started producing green-themed cards in the 20s. And now there's more than a hundred that they offer for the holiday. Do we need another card holiday? See, this is why I d like St. Patrick's Day, because we don't have to do all that card shit and the, all the stuff from, uh, you know, Valentine's and all these other things. That's why I like St. Patrick's Day. There is none of that. It's just get to the bar with your buddies, boom, put on some green, you know. Not too tough. I don't like extra things. Anyways, uh, whatever. It just tells you about Dalmatians covered in four-leaf clovers. I don't give a shit. Next. Uh, next. Hashtag next. Maybe that'll be my thing. I'll start saying hashtag next. That's, uh, is that funny? Uh, St. Patrick was neither Irish nor named Patrick. Jesus, this guy was just totally full of shit, wasn't he? St. Patrick, Ireland, St. Patrick's Day. Simple, right? The man wasn't even Irish. What? This guy is just a load now, isn't he? Just a fucking load. Uh, he's actually born in Britain around the turn of the 4th century, 16 years old. Uh, Irish raiders captured him and then tack on his family's estate. The raiders took him to Ireland and kept him captive for six years. So, oh, yeah, so this guy loved Ireland, didn't he? Huh? Yeah, Irish bugs. 
After escaping, he went back to England for religious training and was sent back to Ireland many years later as a missionary. St. Patrick was actually born Maywin Sucket. Sucket? Literally, this is how S-U-C-C-A-T. Maywin Sucket. Imagine having a Sucket day, you know? Oh, what are you doing? We're all going out to celebrate a good Sucket day. How about I see you there, you know? You know, for a good old Maywin. Ah, oh, Maywin Sucket. <laughs> the old Maywin Sucket day. Ah, this is as good as I can do. According to legend, he changed his name to Patricius, or Patrick, which derives from the Latin term for father figure when he became a priest. Hey, so this changing of the name, can you just change your name any time when you're a priest, or is it just you only get the one go, like uh, the new pope, uh, how he went with Francis, and it's like the first time a guy has picked the first, like the, you know, like he's Francis the first instead of John Paul the second or the other guy. Like the first guy who's picked a name that has not been used, you know, uh, in a while. I, I love the, there's an old George Car George Court. What the fuck is it? okay? George Carlin joke. There's an old George Carlin joke that I used to love. Uh, you know, if uh, if you want the church to lighten up a bit, when uh, when are we gonna elect our first Pope Corky? You know, <laughs> I'll stop. That was great. Pope Corky the third. You got to have the third to, you know, to give it a little credit. Uh, yeah. So there we go. Saint Patrick. Uh, neither Irish or Patrick. Maywin Sucket. And the Blarney Stone is the last uh, thing of the ten things you did not know about Saint Patrick's Day. Um. Oh, there's Mark McNally actually right now, just texting me back. This is the text. I'm going to be an annihilated by the time I get back. I should have just got on that bus. Classy gent, isn't he? Well, that's his birthday. Uh, good. Uh, that's all I said to him. Good. God, it's going to be... I need friends with girlfriends, you know? That's what I'm starting to realize. I really need friends with girlfriends because these single, these single buds of mine, they're killing me, killing me, Smalls. Blarney Stone. All right, it's supposed to give you the gift of gab, but it can also give you a stiff neck and countless germs. No shit. The Blarney Stone is a must-see tourist destination in Blarney Castle near Cork. Yeah, I kissed it. Everyone kisses it, but it's like a, it's stupid because. It used to be a popular thing to sneak up and uh, actually piss on it uh, if you were a young Irish uh, whippersnapper. People used to go up and piss on it because then they would laugh at all the people kissing it. It's just a weird piece of metal that you got to be upside... Or not metal, like a piece of rock that when you're held upside down, you're holding it, whatever. It was... It's, it's nice. It's nice. It's near Cark, Cark Ireland. Uh, the Blarney Stone, you know, must-see tourist destination in the castle. 400,000 visitors every year. But it isn't easy because you have to sit on the ledge while someone's holding your legs, bend over backward, and hold the iron rails until your face is level with the stone. The stone, you, you know, I don't even understand why you have to kiss it at that specific spot. The rest of it is the exact same stone 
that is the entire castle? Can you not just kiss? And it's all the same chunk of stone. It's not like it's it's not like they're separated stone. It's like a, a whole like a big chunk of the castle is all carved out of big one big stone. Why why do you have to kiss that specific part? Nobody explained it to me. I didn't get an email. I didn't get a memo. I didn't get anything from the old man holding my legs. Maybe it's a Catholic thing. Hey oh um, hopefully the gift of gab is worth the bacteria because thousands of people. Yes, we get it. Boom, we get it, Hasneen. Yeah. So that, is that even really about St. Patrick's Day, the Blarney Stone? Uh, that's really just kind of an Irish thing that they just tossed in there to make it around ten. Though it sounds like everything else was some at least somewhat related to St. Patrick or a St. Patrick's Day part, but the Blarney Stone had really nothing uh, to offer that because that's open all year round. So, whatever. Fine. Fine. We'll take it. Time magazine and your ten things about St. Patrick's Day. You needed a round, nice round number. You know, why couldn't you go... Oh, hold on, why couldn't you have gone like the, the journal... And the journal here has uh, 13 things. 13, see? They didn't They didn't actually... You know, but the first thing, the guy's actual name, Maywin Suckett. Seriously. I'm, I'm calling it Suckett Day from now on. That's, uh, you know... Ah, oh, here, see? Uh, I'm going to give you now the three extra things, you know, that uh, the journal gives. Uh, JFK once forgot about... St. Patrick's Day when he was president. Awkward. Why is that? Who cares? Just because he was, uh, because he was, where was he from? Massachusetts? Something like that. Yeah. He had that. And ask not what your country can. Uh, JFK, a lot on his plate in his first hundred days. So maybe that's why he forgot about St. Patrick's Day until Ireland's ambassador turned up at the White House with a bowl of shamrock. A bowl? Of shamrocks? What, like to eat? Uh, his staff apparently had to dig up a green tie for the president for the photographs. Oh, well, whatever. Uh, blah, blah, blah. What's the other? Not just national holiday in Ireland. Obviously not. On uh, the Caribbean. You can do it big in the Caribbean. Well, really anywhere where you're drinking, right? More than um, 10 kilometers of barriers are used through the St. Patrick's Day Festival in Dublin. That's probably because they're all fighters. The shortest Patrick's Day parade took place in the village of Dripsy in Cork. Just 77 feet between two pubs in the village. Can you really, uh... Who gives a shit? The world's largest shamrock is in Nebraska. Nebraska's... The town of O'Neill is apparently Nebraska's Irish capital. Yeah, that's going to be redneck. I uh, started drawing a giant shamrock on this motorway for St. Patrick's Day in the 80s. In the summer, people raised enough money to make the shamrock concrete and permanent and technically the world's largest shamrock. Ooh, whatever. Uh, yep, public drunkenness in, on St. Patrick's Day is not, isn't a new thing. Well, no shit. Uh, for all the hand-wriggling about how terrible it may be, people have been getting drunk on St. Patrick's Day for a long time. Uh, 
New York Times from the uh, 19th March 1860. Jump straight in, noting that there were a great many persons very much intoxicated today at the St. Patrick's Day Parade. Uh, it also contains one of the best descriptions of drunkenness that we've ever read. So, New York Times report says, Officers waiting on men and women in all stages of intoxication from that balmy condition in which a man swears eternal friendship to all the world and is anxious to embrace everyone he meets, to that in which he is unable to walk without tying knots in his legs, through supported though supported by an official friend on either side. That's way too... Can't you just say everybody was hammed and loving each other? Boom. Easy. Uh, so, did you know that the bowl of shamrock... Here's another... Yeah, so it's just a bowl full of the shit. The Teosh traditionally gives the... what? A, what's it called? I, I cannot do the... Te, it's it's spelled T-A-O-I-S-E-A-C-H. It looks, looks Japanese. Toisish. But it's probably like knowing, you know, fucking... Like the Gaelic or Gaelic or whatever they speak over there, it's probably like, oh, it's pronounced Chauncey, you know, traditionally. <laughs> um, so the bowl that's traditionally given to the U.S. president is destroyed almost immediately by the U.S. Secret Service. Uh, for security reasons, you're allowed, you're not allowed to give food or floral gift to the U.S. president. Wow, that's interesting. So what about that turkey on Thanksgiving? They just Torch that shit? I guess because, I don't know, what, they think they're going to poison them? This Hamlet? Uh, you can read St. Patrick's own words in some of his manuscripts, which uh, survived today. Not interested. All right, so there you go. Uh, 45 minutes. Uh, you know what? I think we can call it there. I think uh, I gave you guys your money's worth. I, I made it happen. And uh, I feel like watching some TED Talks, so I'm going to leave it there for you. Much love. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy birthday, Mark McNally. Happy times ahead for all of us. Happy enjoyment, hopefully, of the Ice Holes podcast. Yes! At Ice Holes podcast on Twitter. Uh, at Reem himself also on Twitter. You can email us, iceholespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, what else? Uh, April 1st, uh, come on out, April Fool's Day, uh, check me out at the Imperial Pub, and I'll be doing, uh, other dates, uh, you can check the Twitter for that, and, uh, take it easy, uh, much love, and, uh, yeah, Blarney. We love you, little monkey.